Welcome, friends. You are listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Welcome to the podcast, and thanks so much for being here. I just have to say, I have the best listeners, and I love hearing from you, so please keep the feedback coming. Today, I want to talk to you about something that your brain is excellent at. Your brain is excellent at creating a solution for a problem based on catastrophe. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Because we tend to focus on the things that are wrong or could potentially go wrong, what we often see is that when we try to come up with a solution to a problem, that solution is sometimes feeling equally as bad as the problem does itself. It's disproportionately difficult. Your brain will tell you that you have to do something extreme in order to overcome this problem that you have. So if you're experiencing a common roadblock in your relationship with food, for example, and you continue to overeat in the same way on repeat, and you're trying to solve it, so you come up with a solution, and your solutions sound something like, I guess the only way to not overeat is to insert some self-sacrificing solution of misery, then you are shooting yourself in the foot. It is a lose-lose. You're either stuck being an overeater or you're making it miserably hard in your efforts for the rest of your life. That doesn't sound very good, but you can train your brain to do something different. What I'm going to ask you to do is going to seem maybe stupid or too hard or too simple to ever work. Let your brain think all of those things and do it anyway. Because what I notice when I'm coaching the members of the unstuffed and masterful communities is that when I ask them a question and they answer it, and then I ask them a follow-up question, they almost always say, I don't know. Many times they say, I don't know, and then go on to justify why their initial answer is the only possibility aside from staying stuck in the behavior. So here's the fix. Challenge yourself to come up with at least three, this is on the light side, but up to 20 different ways to overcome the same problem. Yeah, 20 different ways to overcome the same problem. You did not think that you were going to get away with an assignment from me that didn't require you to get out a pen and paper, did you? I always ask you to write things down. So I'm going to give you an example. You regularly get invited to lunch and you always find that you overeat when you're at a restaurant or in social situations. There's the problem. And you say, the only way for me to stop overeating at lunch is to start packing my lunch and declining the invitation. That seems simple and logical, right? But that puts you in the position of being a victim. That means unless you always prepare in advance, always have food available, and never want to spend any time out to lunch with the people that you're in community with, you will always and forever struggle and overeat. While packing a lunch is one way to ensure that you have the amount of food you want and the foods that you want to be eating, there are a million and one other ways to solve this problem. Now, don't go judging your original answer or accept it as the truth. It's just one answer. Go deeper. Ask yourself, what else could I do? 
What else could I try? What else could work? How else can I figure this out? Do I have any other ideas? If I knew how to solve this problem another way, what would I do instead? If my job, family, or something else I value was on the line for me to figure this out, what solution would I have then? What would my coach, mentor, best friend, or therapist suggest? Keep asking those questions over and over and over again. In fact, feel free to pause this, rewind it, and write them down. Write them down so that you can ask them enough times that you have exhausted your brain and have nothing left in your solutions tank. Can we just be honest? Your brain, like mine, is a lazy ass bitch. This is not a bad thing. It doesn't want to waste energy on things that it has already solved. It's not going to continue to solve the same problem over and over again unless you ask it to. It will always give you the fastest and most obvious answer. With the caveat that the most obvious answer is only obvious to you because it's what you're used to thinking. It's a preconditioned solution, and this is just efficiency. It's not trying to solve every problem. It's just there to highlight your problem and get you out of that situation ASAP. The solution that it gives you is unlikely to be the best for your situation, and it certainly isn't the best for your situation every single time. Now back to the original solution of packing your lunch and declining an invitation to go somewhere. Why is that a problem? Well, this might be a great solution for days where you are extra busy, overworked, tired, lacking sleep, and if you would like to have a little bit less challenge over your self-control. So it works as a sometimes solution, maybe. You don't want to be limited to one singular solution because having options will help you build a library of solutions to help you through multiple circumstances. Our behavior is pretty predictable. And so one or two solutions will likely be used most often. And all the others that you come up with, more sparingly. Some of the solutions you come up with will probably be garbage. Let's be honest. For example, if one of your solutions is, I'm just never going to eat lunch again, that sucks. You don't need to judge your shitty answers. Just write it down on a piece of paper and move on to the next one. Chances are, of the other 20 that you write, at least a few will be helpful. If you find that some are most helpful, then tell yourself that. If some are unhelpful, tell yourself that. Say something like, I feel like I'm getting closer to a reasonable solution. I want to think about this one a little bit more. If it's almost helpful, but not quite there, that's a good one to circle and ask yourself, how can I make it even better or more doable or easier? Now, I've given you a lot of different ways to ask the same question because that is exactly what we need. If you want to build the habit of having a curious brain, you have to get used to asking yourself questions, and sometimes we have to ask them in a different way in order to spark something new. If you have a habit of doing something that produces a specific result in your life, and we all do, that you are wanting to change, then you likely have a habit of trying to change it in the same way and failing in the same way. So use your failures as a way to learn about what did and did not work, and then ask your brain to do what it does best and think. How can I take what I know and change my behavior? 
Do this enough times and your new habit will become curiosity. Your new habit will become never being satisfied with a single answer that feels unsustainable and hard. Your new habit will be to start thinking of things in a gray area instead of all or nothing. Your new habit will be to become a solution finder because trading one miserable circumstance for another is unacceptable. It will never work. Even if the new miserable experience gives you what you ultimately want, it will never feel that way. It'll never feel the way you want it to feel because you will always be worried that the sacrifice you have to make is going to fall apart eventually and take too much. The only way that just packing your lunch and declining going to restaurants with your community is going to be successful long-term is if you don't actually want to be with your community. Otherwise, you will have to willpower through it. Then you'll resent it and then you'll quit. Then you start to lose all of your progress. And then you go back to criticizing yourself for quitting. And then you start the cycle all over again with the same solution of packing your lunch and closing yourself off to your relationships and the things that you enjoy. Maybe some of this sounds really familiar. Maybe you've already done that exact thing. Or maybe it's something else. Avoiding date nights with your partner. Giving up your favorite foods. Avoiding purchasing things because you can't trust yourself to have them in your house. And so many other examples. Most of which I've experienced myself. Changing the way you interact with food starts by changing the way you think about it. The way you interact with it comes from your thoughts. It's not about the food. You have two options. Change your circumstances or change the way you think about them. In some cases... Changing your circumstances can be helpful. In every circumstance, changing your thinking is helpful. Even if you first change your thinking and then you still want to change your circumstance, you'll be way ahead of the game if you're thinking about things in a way that feel doable, peaceful, encouraging, and you're in alignment with your values. So that is my challenge for you today. What do you find yourself regularly frustrated by? What behavior are you often complaining about or criticizing yourself for? Get very clear on the problem and then ask your brain for 20 solutions. Write them all down. Don't judge them. Don't assign value to them. Just write down as many solutions as you can think of and see what you learn. You might be amazed by what your brain shows you. You will certainly challenge yourself to start thinking differently. And there is no way that that doesn't pay off and benefit long-term. All right, that is all I have for you today. If you are listening to this podcast and you think you have gotten some great ideas and you struggle to put them into action, you are not alone. You just have a human brain. Getting some support is the best way to start taking action on new information. That way you take these concepts from good ideas to actionable change, and that is doing something with them immediately. And then talk about it. So here are a couple ways for you to do that. First, take the diet personality type quiz so that you can uncover some of the ways that this one solution thinking has been showing up in your life. Plus, you get some really cool materials to help you take more action that will help you get more results because you know how to think about them. Bonus, you get to borrow my brain and Leslie's brain and Laura's brain and everyone else who contributes to these solutions So your brain doesn't have to come up with all of them all on their own. That's amazing. Then reply to the emails that you get with what you're going to do with what you're learning. This is huge. When you write things down, when you talk about it, when you communicate about it, 
your brain starts to recognize that this is important to you and it will start to prioritize creating new solutions for you. Make your list based on the challenge that I told you earlier in the podcast and email me to let me know what you've discovered. If you reach out to me, I am a human behind the computer. I will reply to you. And of course, make sure that you do the cool thing and leave a rating and review on this podcast. That is a fabulous zero cost way to support the podcast and help me show up each week with new episodes for you and get into the ears of others. Screenshot the episode, share it on social media and tag me so that I can come and say hello and thank you for sharing. If you need support on your journey or you just want to be a part of a community that gets it and is working on the same things you are, make sure you get on the wait list for the Unstuffed Group Coaching Program. Doors aren't open yet, but they will be, and you want to be the first to know. If groups aren't your thing, contact me and let's talk about how we can do one-on-one. The links to find out more about all of these things are in the show notes. As always, let this be the episode where you finally take what you're learning and you apply it. Follow through on the calls to action here and reach out so we can celebrate. Thank you always for listening and supporting the show. I appreciate you more than you know. I look forward to hearing from you. And if you have thoughts or questions on this episode, ideas for future episodes, or you just want to say hello, drop into my inbox or my DMs on Instagram. They are always open for you. Bye.